Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast. Today, we're on Chapter 24. This is Season 3, Episode 3 of the Putney Scooby-Doo WrestleManiacs. I'm joined with Mariah. Hello, hello. It's me. Welcome back. Oh, hi, Bob. And Brox, he's a special guest this episode. <laughs> Every episode. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Just Wayland's the right now, so we'll see if he makes any comments <laughs> later on. Yeah. So what do you think of this episode before we jump into it? I actually really enjoyed this episode. It was kind of fun, kind of different. But there was a lot of suspects, so it <laughs> definitely kept you guessing. And the villain was weird, but... You know, that kind of made it more interesting, so I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one... Okay, the only reason I remember this one... Uh, there's a... Well, I think it's... Okay, I think it's on the first uh, crossover movie with WWE. But, like, the extra episodes they put on the DVD, this is one of them. And I just... I don't know why I remember the episode from those special features and not from the actual <laughs> show's DVD, but at least the title I remembered. But anyway, okay, we will jump in. So this episode takes place at the grand reopening of the CWF, the Coolsville Wrestling Federation. I didn't know they had a wrestling arena but i know they do and it's a reopening so yeah it was yeah it was the second beginning <laughs> second chance <laughs> so we'll start with our main man fred i don't i really don't have a whole lot for each character just because there was so many characters so many suspects oh yeah there's a lot to go through so, Fred, when we first see him, uh, they're, like, at a wrestling match because, again, it's the grand reopening, but Fred isn't even watching the arena. He's watching this supposed fight at, like, the snack bar going on. Yeah, he's more interested in that. <laughs> and, yeah, so uh, Daphne was all like, um, Fred, you're looking the wrong way. Uh, see, I really have nothing for these characters, but the only other thing I had for Fred, uh, he told Shaggy and Scooby at one point to, like, okay, gang, we need to split up, and Shaggy and Scooby were like, uh, we split up five minutes ago, Fred. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, for Fred, I put, I put that he, at one point, there's a... A wrestler in the wrestling match, um, what's his name? Baron Scuzzball? I believe it was Baron. And he's, they're like saying, oh, he's the, he's a cheating, the dirtiest, slimiest wrestler there is. And, he, and then Scuzzball's like, yeah, that's right, that's me. And then Fred's like, can I have your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then during the romp, there's a pause because he answers a ringing phone and it ends up being the ghost, which is, by the way, a cow ghost. Yeah. That's the villain is a cow ghost. Um, 
So he answers the call, and then it's the cow goes, and the romp continues. And then he also, the trap he builds in this episode, accidentally tra accidentally captures Scooby instead of the villain. So, yeah. Darn trap. He tried, and it was a pretty int intricate trap, but... Yeah, there, were, there was lots of... Um, something I didn't know, but I thought was interesting... Fred never mentioned the National Exaggerator at all. Oh, yeah. He also didn't really bring up Red. Yeah, until Red, like the very end. Yeah, Red kind of brought up himself. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just kind of appeared. He's like, by the way, just in case you're forgetting about me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Daphne. I don't have a lot for her either. Uh, she has the Scooby Snacks once again. Mm -hmm. And then... She calls Jenkins so that Jenkins can impersonate or basically show uh, this other character what another character that they met looked like. And uh, that was Little Bo Peter. Yes, he was, I guess, a wannabe wrestler. He was a wrestling fan. Yeah. That's what he claimed himself to be. And he was... It was like, you know what it reminded me of? Um what? Well, okay. You'll know him better as Syndrome, but Incrediboy from Incredibles. Mm, yeah. Is that who he reminded you of? Just because, like, he was going all out and, like, wanted to be a wrestler, but... True. Wasn't... He should have been the villain, honestly. Yeah. He was, like... I thought it was him. <laughs> yeah, because he wants to be a wrestler, but they denied him because they didn't like his costume, which is, like, a little Bo Peep costume. <laughs> And he had, like, little sheep and everything. So, yeah, he would have made a great villain. <laughs> so, anyway, that was random. Random connection there. Yeah, I put, again, she she bribes Scooby with a Scooby snack because Shaggy tries to bribe Scooby with a... Is it a Mellow Mutt Munchie? Or a, yes. But he's all out. And so... Yeah. Daphne is like, would a Scooby snack work? And Scooby, without hesitation, is like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> And then, at one point, they have to go meet some other characters that we'll get into, but they're wearing these, like, green coats, like, business outfits, and she <laughs> screams. Yeah. And Fred, or someone's like, Daphne, why, you, why do you scream? And she's like, I was just scared of their tacking cheap coats. So it was a fashion crime. Yeah, fashion crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I also put... Because the ghost is a cow ghost, and so throughout the episode, all the characters are making cow puns. But Daphne doesn't really make one until the very end, and she's, like, super amused by it, and she keeps laughing and saying, ha ha, get it? Ha ha. <laughs> Which, she basically says something along the lines of, at least, Scooby and Shaggy weren't cowards. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. She thought that was really funny. So good job, Daphne. <laughs> Is that when they were like, ha ha ha, I don't get it. Yeah, I think so. That was the joke at the end that they were like, ha ha, I don't get it. And they both were like. <laughs> Scooby wasn't alone this time. <laughs> okay, Velma. We saw a whole new side of Velma. And I live for it. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, well, let's get into her first. So she's really into wrestling. And, like, the first thing we see her 
Okay, it makes me wonder, because, okay, when we see her, she's, like, cheering for wrestling, whatever, was like, get him, whatever. She kind of had a different voice. Yeah. I wonder if whoever voiced her at this time um, is doing a voice for Velma, and so she almost, like, wasn't doing a voice for her wrestle. Kind of break a little bit. Yeah, like, it, it... I don't know. It just sounded more... Her character sounded more natural, honestly. And a little bit older. Yeah. It's like, Velma is so sweet and innocent, and then when this other side... You see this other side of her where she's just, like, full-on into this, and she's, like, shouting. She's waving her hands around, like, get them, Standing on. on the chair. Like. Yeah, and Daphne keeps saying, Velma, what's gone into you? Yeah. And she keeps being like, oh, sorry, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, that's not ladylike. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, uh, I... Again, I have nothing for these first few characters. She comes up with the plan, and that's all I had. Yeah, um, I put that she says jinkies at a clue she finds, which is a letter from Baron Scuzzball. And then when she is, you know, jinkies, I have a plan. This episode, Shaggy and Scooby are kind of like trying to take the lead and whatnot. And they have this handbook that they're following. The Commander Cool handbook. Yeah. And they're reading it and they're like, it says, always listen to Velma's plan. And then Scooby's like, sounds good to me. And so Velma's like, thank you, because I have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, thanks for the observation. We can move on now. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I had for her. Okay. So Shaggy is once again dressed as Commander Cool. Uh, and like you said, he has the box of Mellow Munchies. Yeah. But it's sadly empty. Of course, he probably was snacking on them and ran out. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, him and Scooby dress as souvenir sellers to trick the cow wrestler. Um, and then, actually, Shaggy and Scooby... But they say jinkies at some point. Oh, yeah. They do say that. So I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. I also put that Shaggy, he made the most cow puns. He just kept, they just kept coming. And I, I tried to write them down, but I I missed some of them. But they were kind of, you know, they're puns. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, ha, ha. But I also put since Shaggy and Scooby are dressed as Commander Cool and Velma, they actually keep telling, like, they tell Velma and Fred at different points to let us professional type handle this. Yeah. They try to kind of take the lead, which is kind of funny. And then, of course, at one point, when they're looking for clues, they come across a snack bar, and of course, they have to make a Kira sandwich. And this was kind of interesting. I don't know, like, I don't think it's a big deal or anything, but when they're making their sandwich, Shaggy's making it, and he asks Scooby to hand him some mustard, and the ghost hands him the mustard, and, like, I don't know why this is sticking out to me, but I just remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, but at one part in, like, the Scooby-Doo or Are You series, he's making a sandwich, and, like, 
needs mustard or something. And, like, I don't know what happens, like, if the ghost gives it to him or what, but it just made me think of that scene. Yeah, so I know exactly what you're talking okay, about. Okay, good. So I'm like, I think you would know. It's, okay, this is up for debate. It's either the second or third episode. That's debatable whether it's the second or third. Nobody can. We gotta ask Frank Welker. He's <laughs> the only one that could tell us at this point. Um, anyway, but it's Hassel in the Castle, the one with the, the sheet ghost. Yeah, yeah, okay. And... Uh, so eventually he just like starts leaning on something and he's all, I'm so nervous. Like I need a sandwich or something. And so all of a sudden, you know, like a sandwich just starts flowing down and he's all, once you know, it needs some mustard. So then a little thing of mustard yeah. comes down and he starts stirring it. Mustard jar. And he's all, you know, something like, uh, this better be my imagination or I'd be scared to death or something. So then he's all, wouldn't my imagination or couldn't my imagination cut it in half? And then, like, the armor that they're in front of just goes down and cuts it. And he's like, oh, crap, and runs away. But then you see him come back, grab the sandwich, run away. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Then. Okay, yeah. I don't know why that just reminded me of that scene. But, yeah. <laughs> the mustard. Um. Okay, now, I don't exactly, well, just while we're on the topic of shaggy and food, I don't know exactly what, like, I haven't dug deep into, like, what... Um, vegan or vegetarian is exactly like I, I know the gist, but I don't know like specifics of like. Want me to explain it to you? Well, okay. Is mustard part of one of those? Like, could they not? Would they not um, eat one of those? Mustard. It should be because it doesn't contain any. As long as it contains no animal products, I don't. And I don't think it does because it's made out of mustard seeds. So it should be both oh, okay. vegan and vegetarian. Anyway, um, at some point. We're gonna, um, and it, th it's not blatantly said, you just have to pay attention. Uh, Shaggy will be vegetarian because his original voice actor, Casey Kasem, went vegetarian kind of later in his life, and uh, he actually stopped being Shaggy for a short time period until they made Shaggy vegetarian. Oh, and interesting. so, like, uh, it started at Zombie Island, so Zombie Island, Alien Invaders, Witch's Ghost, and Cyber Chase, that's the wrong order. Uh, if you, uh, that's when he stopped voicing Shaggy for a time period, uh, because they didn't make him vegetarian, and then in What's New Scooby-Doo. So, in the next series, actually, you gotta pay attention, the next series is when it's funny because then <clears throat> the... Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue. Um, and then he was retiring during Mr. Incorporated, but he played Shaggy's dad in Mr. Incorporated. That was his last role ever. Um, his last role as Shaggy was in the movie Samurai Sword. Anyway, so like they made him vegetarian in What's New Scooby-Doo. And then um, in Mr. Incorporated, I don't know if you remember, it's the episode when they go to the the like college campus and there's like this uh, book character that comes to life or whatever but it's, he's like this tall octopus headed screeching creature oh yeah okay anyway so Shaggy and Scooby go to like the famous campus uh, cafeteria or restaurant whatever and they change to all like vegan or vegetarian or whatever and 
both Shaggy and Scooby won't eat anything because they've gone to that. And so it's interesting, once Casey Kasem gave up the role, they switched him back to not being vegetarian. Yeah. Anyway. You'll, we'll just have to watch the, it'll sit and switch, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'll pay attention between. to that. Cause that's, like, I can't, just because they eat so much mm-hmm. types of food, I can't imagine them, like, like, pizza. I mean, you can, I mean, nowadays you can make really any food vegetarian yeah. or vegan because there's so many options. But, like, that's just funny to think. They're like, oh, I can't eat that. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm following this diet. Well, and again, it's not, like, blatantly said. He just... Any you watch and anything he eats. If he eats a sandwich, there's no meat. If you, you know, Interesting, if, if yeah. you eat or if he eats pizza, then like it's an altered pizza, and you know, like anyway. Yeah, again, it'll never be said, but you just have to watch, and his food will be very specific. Or if people do offer him like food, and it you know isn't vegetarian, then he'll usually be like, "Oh no, thanks, I brought this." Huge other thing. He just pulls it out of his pocket or whatever. So, anyway, yeah. Random yeah. side thing we'll have to watch. There's a fun fact that I didn't know. <laughs> watch for him to become vegetarian. Anyway, uh, is that all you had for Shaggy? Yes. Okay. Scooby, of course, is dressed as Melamut with Shaggy. Uh, I noted, because I think this is the first time we're seeing this, but... Barks like oh, did he? Yeah, he barked when he found a clue. Oh, like I was sorry, I was cut up on how his nose was like yeah, a million different parts, <laughs> and it was kind of weird. <laughs> I I just think it's interesting because to be honest, it's very easy to forget that Scooby's a dog mm-hmm. because he does talk quite a bit and he walks like and he, yeah, he'll them. walk on his hind legs, uh. And yeah, it's it is honestly just easy to forget that he like very basics of Scooby is he's a dog, uh, but so like when he barked, it kind of caught me off guard. I was like, because he doesn't act like a normal dog a, yeah. a lot of the time, <laughs> I should say. And so anyway, I, yeah, got it. I just noted that he barked when he found a clue, and I think this is the first time he's barked that we've known. Period. <laughs> I can remember at least so yeah that's really interesting and then we've already kind of said but uh he'll go into this place for scooby snack because the mellow munchies were gone hello london <laughs> and then uh i already said this too but scooby says jinkies along with shaggy that's what i have for scooby i also put that in the beginning, when they first see the cow ghosts, of course, Scooby and Shaggy have all their, uh, what's it, like, gadgets to yeah. go with their costumes. So Scooby pulls out his, his cow repellent, which we later find out is barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. We're just kind of, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and also at some point, when the cow ghost is going after him, he pulls out like a red cloth to bullfight him, you know? Yeah. He follows the mm-hmm. red cloth and then he moves it. And then, yeah. And then he also rides the cow ghost like a bull towards the end. He was kind of like really not as scared as normal. Mm-hmm. He was just like, whatever, I'll fight you. And then at one point he even 
enters the wrestling match with the ghost as well and is ready to fight him, which is when he later gets trapped by Fred's <laughs> plan. But yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't it Velma's plan? It was Fred's trap that he. Because that was before oh. Velma's plan. I see, I see. Okay. Oh, okay. See? Why does Fred <laughs> eventually take over? <laughs> okay. So, Red Herring, again, we see him for a brief moment. Uh, he eventually just kind of pops up on screen at the end, and he basically bets Fred that if Fred can beat him in a wrestling match, then he's welcome to blame Red for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, of course, Fred's like, cool, yeah, let's do this. We don't see anything. We just hear, you know, stuff. We hear the scuffle. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Fred comes and he's his clothes are all torn and he's beat up and yeah, Fred didn't win. Yeah, and then Fred walks away and calls him a huge weenie. Yeah, <laughs> poor Fred. So yeah, and then Fred was like, "I guess he didn't do it." Yes, he clearly lost. <laughs> okay, then. Oh my gosh, I. I feel bad because you hadn't seen the previous episode, but I thought it was so cool. We got to see Miss Colosso? Colosso. Colosso, yeah. Miss Colosso. Colosso back. Uh, my phone autocorrected it to Colossal. That's oh. why I was confused. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so she was in Chapter 14, uh, The Return of Commander Cool. And uh, so she's the toy factory owner, the one that makes the Commander Cool toys, and she still has Barbara as her assistant, we see, and it's because it's hard to find good assistants these days. Yeah, they said she was on a prison release work permit. Yeah. So she was, whenever she called for her assistant, she was in the the striped outfit mm -hmm. and had a police escort. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh... So, Miss Colosso has bought the CWF arena, and that's why it's reopening. Yeah. So, it's re reopening under her new man management. So, yeah, we got to see her again. Then I had her assistant, uh, Barbara. Yeah, so she was a past criminal, and that Stephanie even brought it up. She was like, um, you know, wasn't she in prison for doing this and that to your toy factory and that's when uh Colossal was like oh well yeah but we've worked out a deal and whatever so but this is our first time seeing a criminal ever come back not for yeah. revenge but just seeing them again which wasn't I mean again I hadn't seen it yeah even I was like oh she's she was in like a jail outfit so I was yeah. like what's going on with this <laughs> So, yeah, they're making sure she's on tight ropes. Then, we've already talked a little bit about him, but we had little Bo Peter. He's the world's biggest wrestling fan. Yes, and he also, at some point, says that he hates barbecue sauce. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which was kind of like, huh. But, yeah. He has all the merch of wrestling. Uh, like we said, he wanted to be a real wrestler, but... He didn't get in because of his outfit, and so he hates Carol for that. Yeah, and he was going to go try out at 
he was going to go try out at the, apparently there's another wrestling federation. It's called the Swindleson Brothers Wrestling Federation. So he was going to try to be a wrestler there since they denied him here. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah, then wasn't that Morty and Marty? Yep. So, yeah. They... And they also say they hate barbecue sauce. I took notes for every single person <laughs> that said they don't like barbecue sauce. The, they said that business is slow, and apparently they thought they were in New York. Oh, really? Yeah, they were like, we're the best wrestling managers or whatever of New York. And Shaggy's like, this is Coolsville. And we're like, oh, maybe that's why business has been bad lately. And then they were like, nah, it's because of Colossal. And we also, they mentioned they don't pay their wrestlers cash. Yeah. We don't know how they get paid. We just know <laughs> that they don't pay them cash. Which we meet one of their wrestlers, Neville. Yeah, he's, they, well, they kind of, they call him in and they, they are really mean. They're like, come in here, you fat, whatever. <laughs> and he's like this scrawny little white guy. Yeah, it was, and I guess he's their their pro wrestler slash accountant. Oh yeah, because yeah. Anyways, <laughs> then we had Baron Scuzzball. He's the meanest wrestler. Who also hates barbecue sauce. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he was like in the beginning when we see him, he's like glowing. Remember? That was. Baron. Oh, was that not Baron? Uh. -uh. Oh, I wrote, I wrote it wrong, but someone was glowing in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. and we later figure out why, but... I actually, like, didn't figure out why. I didn't oh. listen to that. Well, I guess I can explain it, but I'm sorry. I mixed that up. Oh, that's okay. Who was okay. glowing then? Who was that in the beginning? I'll get to that. Okay. So, Baron uh, doesn't like Carol because she won't let him cheat in the ring. Apparently, that's how he wins, and that's yeah. why he's the meanest... Toughest wrestler and whatever. Then we meet his mom. Oh yeah, Granny Gator. Yeah, Her, she's another pro wrestler, and she's the meanest, toughest old lady wrestler. And was came out was like, I didn't appreciate that headlock or whatever. Oh yeah, because I guess they had wrestled and he won, and he had to write an apology letter to her, oh. which is a clue in this episode, but. Carlisha never got it because the gang had it. They found <laughs> yeah. it on the ground or somewhere. So the villain of this episode, we had uh, the ghost of the hooded heifer. Yes, it's a cow a ghost. Cow, yeah, a cow ghost wrestler. Yeah, he's kind of like this big, muscly cow thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a hood on, which is like his nose up is covered. And like he has these sharp big jaw and sharp teeth so he looks creepy and he walks on his hind legs yeah <laughs> and anytime he said a word with m he like moves yeah. out of my way like kind yeah of like that. <laughs> uh -huh. anyway uh we got a little backstory on him so uh the hooded heifer was an like, originally an actual wrestler, uh, but he was kicked out of the CWF after he just, like, kept taking down everyone, and like, including the audience. He'd <laughs> grab the audience into the ring and start taking them down, and so eventually they had to kick him out. 
So they think that the ghost is back for revenge. So the criminal, and this is who was shining, shimmering, <gasps> oh, okay. is Herbert Blum, Blum, Blum. Oh, Herb, I, how did I miss that name? Well, so his, okay, he, he had two identities. So his real name is Herbert, but he went by something else. Was it the Coolsville something? Yeah. Coolsville Comet. Okay, so he was the one who was glowing in the mm-hmm. beginning. Okay, that makes sense. Um, well, yeah, why was he glowing? I didn't get they that. They found, one of the clues when Velma was explaining, they found, like, glow sticks, which he used for his costume to make him oh. glow. And that was one of the clues that helped her know it was him. I didn't even notice the cow glow. I didn't notice the cow glowing, but hey, he glowed. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. But she, when she explained it, it made sense in the moment. But now I'm yeah. having trouble explaining it. So uh, he was upset that Carol, Car- yeah, Carol, bought the arena before he could, and so he wanted to scare every- everyone away so that he could uh, buy the arena for cheap. Yeah. So that's all the characters. And he would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for those meddling kids and the dog. Dog. Didn't? Oh, and a pup named Scooby-Doo. Oh, no. Okay. Cancel what I was going to say. Okay. So, your question. Do you think he'd ever come back? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't see him having a good enough motive to come back. Like, now that he's gone, everything's gonna come back. Like, the wrestling arena is gonna thrive now. Like, yeah, I think he'll find something else to put his business <laughs> into. Okay, so I had a little extra thing. Um, we got to see and meet, kind of, the official Commander Cool music band. Super random. But they're the oh. ones that did the romp. Oh, really? That's why it was a little different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Now we know Commander Cool has an official music band. And a cookbook. Oh, I didn't hear that one. They had a cookbook at one point when they went to get the book and Shaggy was reading the ingredients and Scooby was making it. And he's like, wait. This isn't the Commander Cool book, rule book, it's the, their cookbook. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was like random. I just... Okay, so then for my timeline connections, uh, you actually brought this up, that Scooby like rides the cow at some point as a cowboy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, eventually we will meet Scooby's brother, Yabadoo, who is a cow dog he lives with deputy dusty and they're like a sheriff and a cow dog in this old western town uh we'll eventually meet him but yeah so it just made me think of that i was like oh he's trying out his (laughs) brother's hobbies hobbies. yeah i guess you could (laughs) say times we will see more wrestling mysteries uh there's one in what's new scooby-doo which is the next series we'll go to and then there are two crossover movies with WWE. Um, the first one being WrestleMania Mystery, 
of course we have to have John Cena. <laughs> of course. And then the second one is uh, Curse of the Speed Demon. And so, yeah, we're going to have more wrestling adventures that will actually kind of more or less have more to do with wrestling than a cow. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. It's wrestling and they were like, you know what's a good villain? A cow. <laughs> I mean, in to be fair, in the first WWE movie... Uh, the villain is a demon bear. <laughs> so, I don't know what they're... I think the best one is the What's New Scooby-Doo episode, uh, wrestling episode villain. He's like a... I don't even know. can't remember what they call him, but... He, he's basically like a deformed man. That, oh. I, that sounds mean. But like... His arm, both of his arms are on one side, his head's, like, down into his stomach and whatever. And he has a, there's a whole story of, like, why he looks the way he does, and it's, I mean, he's been wrestling and whatever, and basically someone did this move that deformed his body. And so, like, that's the whole thing, is he's back for revenge for whoever made him that way and whatever. Oh, okay, interesting, anyway, yeah. So, I think that one is, like, the most one that makes sense with the wrestling and then my last timeline note is uh velma in this episode really reminds me of uh velma in episode seven of mystery incorporated when they're at the hex girls concert and she's just like yeah she's she's totally fangirling over so in the mystery incorporated episode the whole time velma's like well i could be a hex girl i could do this and they're, like, ignoring her and being like, Daphne! And she's just like, oh, okay, but I'm, I'm the fan and whatever. Anyway. So, yeah, it just made me think of... Uh, we will see Velma get into some other stuff as passionately as she is with wrestling. So, that's all I had for this chapter. Now for our joke! We've got a great joke today. Okay, Ashton. Oh, yes. How did the farmer count his cows? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> On a cowculator. <laughs> <laughs> so great, right? That was that was part of the farm farm edition. Farm section. Oh, yes. <laughs> Farm folks. You'd be surprised what how many um, categories they have in this book. It's pretty great. <laughs> well, it looks like to me this has nothing to do with this episode. But at some point you go and it flips. Yeah. I and so it's why. almost like, well, but then if you go here, it says monster joke book. I think this is two books put into one. Maybe. So like this it is very like, well could be. Anyway, that's why I think they call it the ultimate joke book. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we are so close to being done with a pup named Scooby Doo now. I think we have three more episodes? Question mark. Oh hi. Oh hi. So we have yeah we have three more. One of which has three parts. So that's that's going to be fun. <laughs> That'll be interesting. 
But yeah, we have three episodes left, three chapters left of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. And then we make it to our first movie, Yay. our first weird movie. Oh yeah, it's the, the puppets. Puppet. The puppet movie. You know what? That's okay. I'm excited. I, I'm excited for a movie. I, if it's puppets. Again, I need to hurry and do some research. Um, I, I'm not sure if we're going uh, The Mystery Map, which is our first movie, and then uh, Legend of the Vampire, Monster of Mexico, and then What's New? So, if... I'm thinking, right, we're actually going to have three movies in a row. So we'll have, once we finish A Pup, we'll go The Mystery Map, the puppet movie, then we'll go Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Vampire, then Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico, then what's new Scooby-Doo. So, yeah, we might have three movies in a row. Okay. So... That'll be a new format for us. Yeah. Longer stories. Yeah, we'll have to see how to yeah. take notes for that. Probably the same, but... And people have asked, like, if we're going to split the movies into two parts. And I think it really just depends. Like, I think we'll record them just all in one session. But if it ends up being, like, super, super long, then I will just, you know, somehow go in and cut it somewhere and put them into two parts. Uh... But, again, we haven't done a movie yet. Now, the mystery map is only, like, 40 minutes. It's basically two episodes. It'll make sense when we watch it. It's, okay. it's like, two... It's weird. It's a movie, but, like, it's kind of two puppet episodes. Anyway. So, that one, like, obviously will just be one. Okay. One thing, because it's not long, long. Uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, once we get there, obviously, you guys will know how we do it, but uh, since we haven't done an actual movie yet, we don't know how that format's going to go. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. We're almost there. Um, but yeah. So thank you all for tuning in to this episode. If you would like to get into contact with us, uh, with the podcast, you can find us on Twitter. We are at SD Legend Podcast. Same thing goes for Instagram at SD Legend Podcast. If you'd like to email us your questions, concerns, comments, whatever else, uh, you can email us at sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in contact with me personally, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at jazz820. On Instagram, I am smash underscore vlogs. And I also have a YouTube channel where I do other types of content amongst other Scooby content. And that is Smash, that's lowercase sm, all uppercase ash. If you just look up Ashton Hardy, it should be one of the first ones to pop up. And that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next one.